Hello, everybody. Welcome to Idle Chat. Thank you so much for listening. I hope all of you are well. We are back with another episode of Idle Chit Chat with Bessie. Say hi, Bessie. Hi, Bessie. (laughs) 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 But I do have some news. I have figured out how to record an episode through the, the Skype thing. And I have lined up a guest. I'm not going to say who yet. Just suspense. In, yeah, I'm not going to say who yet, just in case it falls through. But I have lined up a guest, and it should be a good one. And here we are. So That's really exciting. It is exciting. I'm you know, another thing we could do is you could still do your interview ones, and we could do this, so you'd have two come out a week. We could do that. It's an option. Or keep these in the can. In case, right, right in my can. Keep them in your can. Keep them in my can for when, you know, if we don't have a guest kind of thing. Love it. Right? Yeah. No. Yeah, because I'm going to miss recording these That was the original. You, so I know. This it's is going it's to been be a, really fun. Yeah, this is going to be a frequent yeah. episode thing. I think thing, we've so. successfully interwoven this with our memories of quarantine. I think so. Right? We're going to look back on this time and we're going to think of podcasting and porch concerts and Yeah. Will we think back fondly or? I think in part. In part, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that. Memory has a way of kind of glazing over. Yeah. You know. Speaking of that, we got some news this morning. Uh, yeah. I know. Sorry, but yeah. you're. My Green River Marathon in Vermont was officially canceled, which we knew it would be, but somehow it still stings a little. Yeah, but that's all right. There's always next year and yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. If that's the most that we're worried about, then we're doing pretty well. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'll still train. Chicago hasn't been canceled just yet. I'm sure it will be, but yeah. So I'm, I'll stick with my training and. And then you have the, then you have the uh, the 50k. The fat ass 50k. Is that what it's called? Literally yeah. Fat ass. Where is fat that? Ass. Fat ass. Where yes, is that? Like pudgy ass. Where is that? <laughs> I don't know. All right. Somewhere in driving vicinity. Okay. But well, all right. Well, that's we'll where see. we are. We'll see. I had a high hope. I had like lofty goals for running this year. Lofty yeah. for me. And um, I'll, I'll say, and I think they're all going to get canceled. Well, maybe, yeah. <laughs> and we can say too that some of uh, some of the places are open with outdoor seating now and stuff. And yeah. some of our musician friends are starting to play. So let's just hope and let's keep our fingers crossed that they stay safe and everything. And and I hope that. But it goes well, and we'll see what happens. Ease into the next phase. Ease into the next phase, yeah. We'll see. So. You we have, have a, p- a fun idea this week. I-, I think it's fun. You have a fun, yeah. This is your brainchild. <laughs> I'm saying that in a good way. Yeah. I'm not knocking it. Well, if it's bad, you can blame me. Okay, great. And if it's good, you can say, you're welcome. <laughs> Putting out this great uh, entertainment piece <laughs> and allowing you to be a guest on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got? Explain right. to the people what we're All doing. Right. So I've often said that the chickpea is the gateway bean. Yeah, I don't. You th- know, I don't agree with you, but <laughs> everybody's heard that saying: marijuana is the gateway drug. Yeah, not taking a stance either way, right. but yeah. If if marijuana is the gateway drug, then what are the gateways of other things? I don't agree with you on the chickpea, by the way. Well, you can be wrong. That's fine. You can choose to be wrong. I think the gateway bean is the waxed bean. The wax bean? Yeah. Why? Because it's not green. It's not as intimidating as... Neither neither is the chickpea. I know, but some people aren't into the chickpea. They're a little grainy and, you know, there's a a little... Sometimes there's a a learning curve on the chickpea. I guess. This is all subjective, so it's Mm. fine. You don't agree? 
I wholeheartedly hold in my heart that the chickpea is the gateway bean. Fine. If you want to be wrong, that's okay. <laughs> All right. Great. Uh, so our episode this week is going to be what are Jonathan's gateway opinions on various other items. Yeah. Other categories. Interesting. And I just want to, I want to further explain that for the most part, a gateway version of a category is something that would most likely appeal to somebody that hasn't been exposed to that category okay. or doesn't like and you're that going category. With chickpea on that. Yeah, because of hummus and because of the way it sneaks in and it's a very mild flavor. I, I agree with you that it can be grainy, but if it's, you know, like Sabra hummus has like very, very creamy. But I also know a lot of people who don't like hummus because they don't like chickpeas. So, But you could sneak it into a wrap as a condiment. <laughs> and then say, ha ha, got you. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. If somebody doesn't like beans... You know, I feel like maybe I could ease them in with the chickpea you know, and then the go from there. The kidney bean would be the way to go if you're going to that. No, type I of think thing. I think kidney bean as as delicious as it is. I think because of the shape and the deep color of it, yeah. it screams, "I'm a bean." <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that would turn people off it's, that it, don't like beans. It's hard for me to say because I like beans. Yeah, I, think I, I, I like love beans. beans of all sorts. Yeah, so. Uh, you could argue the green bean, but I wouldn't really put that in that category. That's why. Oh, okay, you're talking about different categories then. Okay. Well, that was the bean category. But it's a, the green I would bean say, yeah. or a kidney bean. I, they're both in the bean cal- category. I, I guess. But if, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I just um, remember really liking wax beans when I was a kid. The yellow, okay, the sure, yellow sure. version of the green bean. Oh, I can see a wax bean in my head now. I was thinking it was like a cannellini bean. No, 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 no. But I like those too, though. They're good. I like all those. I like them mm. all. I like them all. I love a 45 bean salad. <laughs> 45? Not 45 varieties, just 45 beans. 45 beans. You count them out and then you eat them with a yeah. spoon. Mm, satisfying. <laughs> That's great. That's so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Okay. So if you had a friend approach you and be like, I don't like seafood at all. Yeah. But I'm willing to try something that you suggest. What do you think the gateway seafood would be? Shrimp. Shrimp I cocktail. Think, I think shrimp would appeal to the masses for shrimp the most cocktail part. Shrimp cocktail or like a good fish and chips. Oh, fish and chips is a good answer for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, I don't... Battered and fried. Battering and frying something is a great way to make it appeal to everybody. You have to go to a good place so it doesn't smell fishy. Right, right. You know, because I think that's a lot of it. A lot of people don't even like the smell of a seafood place kind right. of thing. So. As much as I love salmon, it's very pungent. It is. That's, yeah. a, that's a tough one to get people into. Yeah, yeah, so I think you'd have more of a success rate getting somebody to start liking seafood with a shrimp or a fish Like a chips. shrimp cocktail. It has yeah. all that other stuff on it. And you can get, Love you know, it. So I don't know. One of those two. Do I have to pick one or can I no. just say those two? No. I, how about this? You go to a seafood there place. There are very loose rules on the gateway. <laughs> Bring them to a good seafood place. Mm-hmm. Order the shrimp cocktail for an appetizer and get the fish and chips. Yeah. That's what, yeah. That would I be think the, visually, um, shrimp cocktail might turn somebody off because it is very, yeah, iconic, you know, looking. It's very like fish forward looking. Oh yeah, visually. But yeah, I think fish and chips is is the answer. Yeah. I would have thought shrimp, but I think fish and chips won yeah. me over. Yeah. Okay. Gateway vegetable. Somebody doesn't like vegetables, and you want to try to sneak something in there. Corn. 
Yeah, corn's, corn. Yeah, because of the low nutritional um, <laughs> value, plus, probably. <laughs> plus, you eat it, and your digestive yes. system polishes it up and ships it out again. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the boomerang. <laughs> yeah. It comes right back it comes to right you. Back to you yeah. <laughs> but I think corn. Corn is good, and there's cornmeal, cornbread. Yeah. Growing up, my mom used to make corn pancakes. Oh, oh that yes. sounds great. So good. Oh, yeah. And I and maybe, um, I think we were talking about this, a potato. The kind of the kind of counts. If you're talking about like a green vegetable or a leafy vegetable, then it would be corn to me, I think. Yeah. And but then if you, you're gonna get into the root vegetables. Yeah, potato is very versatile. Like I know people that don't like tomatoes. They're delicious. Mm. So you're not gonna go there. Yeah, I know people that don't like tomatoes on their sandwiches. I don't like tomatoes on my sandwiches. Yeah, you're one of those people. <laughs> I love tomatoes. I just don't want them on my sandwiches usually. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's a, in, you know, it's yeah. a very important, like a BLT, I'm, I'm, I'll have it on there. But right. as a rule, I don't want them on my sandwiches. They make the bread soggy and, yeah. Slip and slidey. Yeah. I'm for it, but I, I can totally see your side of the yeah, argument. Yeah, all right. Okay. Well, we'll stay on that, on along that line of all right. food-driven okay. categories. Yeah. And we'll go with gateway vegetarian dish and i'm looking for something that would would be typically seen with meat that would have either a meat substitute or something along those lines all right you can't say like cereal (laughs) (laughs) all right i have had i'm gonna give you two again okay you know how bad i am at making decisions i have had tacos and enchiladas and stuff made with that ground beef substitute the soy base yeah and they're fantastic they're yeah. really you have to really look for it to find out that it's it's not real they're very very good give you the farts something yeah, yeah you'll know later <laughs> yeah you'll know later but those were very good i also think a good vegetable lasagna mm, so good yeah yeah a vegetable lasagna i mean yeah. it's yeah it's delicious so those i like that that's a good that's a good dish. I think so. Yeah. I was thinking uh, like a tofu-based chili or something like that because you have so many other flavors coming at yeah. it that you can round it out the way that you want. Yeah. But. I've had those that stuff in a, in a chili as well. It's mm-hmm. very good. It's yeah. It's really good. It's just, it's just slightly different texture, and but it's, yeah. it's delicious. It takes on all the flavors. It's like a science project. You yeah. got to just keep messing around with your formula to get it right. Right. Okay, somebody that doesn't cook, what would you say would be the gateway recipe to get them started in the kitchen and oh. feel confident? Oh, man. Not overwhelming. Do they have to cook it or can it just be something Cooking. prepared and they, it has to actually be cooked? Yes, something to cook. And like a hot dog doesn't count, right? Mm, no, I feel like this would be somebody coming at you and being like, I have very limited kitchen skills. I don't feel confident in the kitchen, but I want to try an easy recipe that I could be proud of serving somebody. Like you wouldn't direct them to make their own pasta dough by themselves. Right. But don't you think, I feel as though, I don't know if this counts, but just a plate of pasta with a jar of sauce, that doesn't really count, right? I mean, it could. I guess, you know. It could. And then just encourage them to taste it and, and yeah, alter it. Add, add some stuff to it. And, you know, I, in fact, I just gave a friend of mine some advice on how to make something there's a can of tomatoes yep. you just put some garlic in the pan get it you know start cooking it then the, the ground turkey and salt mm-hmm. and pepper and, and stewed tomatoes and season from there and it's delicious yeah, that'd be man. easy too 
I feel like the best advice you can give somebody to start cooking is just to go in the kitchen and just start messing yeah. around with stuff. Yeah. Watch a lot of Food Network. Yeah. Go on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Mm. I also think that somebody that can't cook, you could talk them through. You could talk them through a good homemade mac and cheese pretty well, I think. Yeah, that's a, I that's a good one. I believe you could. I really do. I think you could talk them through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah. yeah. So pasta based. Yeah. Pleases everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Good one. Good. So part of why I'm doing this is also to pull some stories out of you because you have so much... <laughs> going on <laughs> within the person that you are and i feel like we we need to pull out some more stories I've, of johnny idol and i've led an interesting life i have yeah. it's been yeah. if you guys are just starting now to listen to the podcast i i started in the music business in the mid 80s and in the professional wrestling business for over 20 years in the mid 90s and i've met a lot of really interesting and weird and wonderful people and there's a lot of great stories involved so yeah all right we can music wrestling you're a great cook thanks you are well versed in weird movie facts yeah what you're saying is total package is what you're saying total package <laughs> i'm telling you yes i'm so glad you finally see it so so what tell them what you th- well we talked about signature dishes so i guess we don't have to do that right let's move out of food Okay. Gateway horror movie. I feel as though if you're going to get people into horror, it can't be anything too intense. Right. But it still has to be really, really good. Yes. Okay. It has to give the chills. Yeah. But then cushion them with goodness. I feel as though the the horror movies... That the, the things they're able to do now with special effects have real like I'm not going to send somebody Dude. to watch 28 Days Later for their as for their, their first their gateway great <laughs> movie, but that's not I'm going to it's a ag- little too in your face. I'm going to again throw you two. I think okay, and they're both old. Okay, they're both old. All right, I would quite possibly my favorite movie of all time is Jaws. I love yeah. Jaws, but some people don't consider that a horror. Even though it can be scary as hell, but even in, on there IMDb, are some big jumpy moments yeah, in Jaws. Yeah, but even on IMDb, it's 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 more of a thriller. It says thriller. Mm. Yeah, it's categorized a thriller. I would also say the they're origi- kind of sisters, though. Huh? Thrillers and horrors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can be yeah. very close to yeah. each other. Yeah. I mean, but like, I wouldn't say Jurassic Park is a horror movie. No, that's an action movie. Yeah, that's another yeah. thriller. I would say the original Halloween too. Okay. With Jamie Lee Curtis. I All think right. that would be a, that would be a good one. That's again, it's not really gory. It's right. just really eerie. Yeah. It has this really heavy feeling over it the whole time. Yeah. So. And probably because, like you said, of the technological advances in cinematography, watching an older movie now, right? You you wouldn't suspend your reality as much so you could keep it in your brain as like in the realm of fiction not happening entertainment right so that could ease somebody into when i tell you that jaws affected the whole world yeah i bet not even kidding like people didn't want to go in the ocean everywhere People yeah. didn't want to go in the ocean. And then when Jaws 2 came out, the tagline was just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Like oh how brilliant no. is that? It's genius. It's so good. Terrorizing it, us. Oh, yeah. And did you know that it's based on a on a real life, loosely based on a real life event? 
Oh yeah. I want yeah somewhere in the early 1900s. I don't know when, and I think it was in New Jersey. A shark actually made its way up a freshwater stream that people wow. use as swimming holes and stuff like that, and killed a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, Yikes. yeah. It was it was that loosely based on shark. that. Famous shark. Yeah. Crazy. So I know I'm kind of copping out and giving you two. No, no, I like it. Okay. We're just we're very loose, just conversational. Right. There's no rules. <laughs> no rules. <laughs> you said loose. Did I tell you the story when when I was wrestling in Feeding Hills over here, and the ring announcer really wasn't a ring announcer? Did I ever tell you that? Mm-mm. All right. He came up to me and he asked me my weight. Oh, I do know this story. Should I still tell it? Yeah. All right. And my weight was fluctuating at the time, around two. 12 or something like that you know and i 210 and i said to him ah it's a loose 210 yes you know and that little asshole he went out there and said a loose 210 pounds and i didn't know until i watched it back later and the next show i just went up i said if you say anything <laughs> anything other than what i'm telling you to say but you did say that so he was just taking your little yeah, words yeah whatever, whatever. <laughs> oh, oh so angry so angry Oh, the poor guy. No, F him. Well, speaking of wrestling. Yeah. Who would the gateway wrestling personality be? Oh, come somebody on. That, somebody that's not even a casual fan, has no exposure to wrestling, and they're trying to understand the concept. That's really, really hard. Yeah. That's a tough one, man, because... An eye grabber with a fun story that's... <sighs> You can't help but like them. I think I'm going to. Uh, oh, man. Well, there's a reason why Ric Flair was huge. Yeah. You know, that there's a reason why he's one of the biggest names in the business, because he he, the, Larger he, was, than life. he was so charismatic. Mm-hmm. The whole gimmick with the, the limousines and the, the planes and the nice the Brooks Brothers suits and all that. He was. I think that would be a great one. Yeah. That would be a really good one. And then I think if that didn't work, you would have to go for like when Hulkamania hit with Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Like when it first Hulkamania was this huge thing and people never watched a match. They knew what Hulkamania was. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then if it's somebody newer that will get into, it's a little bit different when the business was a little different from that. They get into like The Rock or Steve Austin. Shawn Michaels, some of the early WrestleMania matches that Shawn Michaels had are amazing. So, you know. For me, I had no exposure to wrestling. And then you saw Johnny Idol. Pre-Johnny Idol. (laughs) None. I I obviously knew about wrestling. Right. My cousins watched wrestling. But I I don't think I ever saw a match ever in my life. Right. And then I found out that you were a wrestler after we had started That's talking. That's weird, man. It was so weird. That's got to be so weird. I remember uh, gathering a group of friends and saying, you have to come with, with me to this because <laughs> this might be the moment I decide that it's too weird <laughs> to pursue. <laughs> and you hung around. And I can't do that by myself. So I got my, a group of friends together. We went to a show. And I'm telling you, you hadn't even come out yet. It was probably the end of the first match. And we were totally submerged into it. Fully invested. Yep. Because we just accepted how ridiculous it was and had a great time. How fun. I think that's why I have a hard time with people. I think it's lazy for people to just say the wrestling is fake. Yeah. A f- something Ooh, fake. Expound on that. Huh? Expound on well, that. Well, yeah. Something that is fake. Hey, look, you want to call it 
I mean, everything is fake. You want to call it scripted. If you want to call it predetermined, great. That's fine. But if you are going to brush something off because it's fake, well, then you should only be reading nonfiction and only watching documentaries. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't find out that somebody acts in local plays and be like, that's fake. That's what I'm saying. It's still a production. It still has entertainment value. That is exactly. There's still a lot to learn of it. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to say all those other things fine. But yeah, like I hear you. Are you going to watch a documentary and and have some real emotion taken out and say, oh, that's fake? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or a movie. You're not going right. to brush it off as fake. You're going to invest yourself into it. If you call it all those other things. Plus, to have a room full of people, there's nothing fake about having a room full of people fully invested on what's going on in that 18 foot square in the middle of the room. Yeah. You know, that I. It I, is impressive. So I think that's, I just find it lazy when people call it fake. Call it other things okay. all you want. Call it stupid if you want. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. So unless you only read nonfiction, I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah, it's a good opportunity for a little insight into right. that world. Right. The other thing I find fascinating about it is that you watch a character develop over their whole yeah. career lifespan. Right. I mean, it's not just a a thirty minute character development. Well, it's not decades. It's not a movie length's worth of character development. Yeah. It's ongoing for weeks and weeks and years. It's that's pretty amazing. Well, to I'm me. sure they're already planning for next year's WrestleMania. Yeah. In April. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. So it's 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 a whole production. And I just think it really writes it off as I, whatever. I don't care. I do, but I don't. It's interesting. It is. OK, great. OK. So there you go. There's my answer for that. I like it. Thanks. Good. And thank you for listening, folks. <laughs> as far as somebody that's not a wrestling fan being hooked on a particular event. Yeah. What do you think is the gateway wrestling event? And Wrestle- I know mine for sure. Yeah. I, I feel as though the one that you're, I, I know yours and I think most people <laughs> would say, and I was going to say WrestleMania. Okay. But I don't, you're going to switch to mine. I'm going to switch to yours because, All right. because the Royal Rumble has, quickly turned into my favorite let's not forget we found a way to wager on it and yep. and and we won big money this year yes. Royal rumble this year we won big money yeah and that won. always helps an, a newcomer <laughs> if they win Enjoy. money yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would say royal rumble it's it's so entertaining oh, and man you get so it's invested. so as long as good fun. wrestlemania i think for somebody now to watch a modern wrestlemania i think it would be a bit much for them because it's five hours and yes and it's a that it's is a overwhelming it's an investment i love it but dude for me watching an hour and a half movie is too much of a commitment right right so to be like hey i've never seen wrestling before i'll watch wrestlemania with you and knowing that it's five hours long plus let's not forget the the royal rumble mm, match is about an hour and a half i know but there's something about the way that they break it up like that (laughs) oh it's great it's always great when your guy is coming out next. Like, okay, okay, who's it going to be? Yeah. And somebody you've never seen before comes walking out. <laughs> I mean, for me, that's every time. <laughs> True. I'm like, oh my God, that guy. Yay. Why does we're he like, have an umbrella? <laughs> yeah, that guy with the umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow that makes sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. But wrestling in man. the 90s, man. Mm-hmm. Wrestling in the 90s was so weird they had an earthquake they had a typhoon they had a a minotaur named mantar and he came out with the whole cow's head or whatever it is on okay he take that off and oh yeah el gigante he had he had had fake 
muscles airbrushed onto a bodysuit with patches of fur on it. Wow. I mean, it went is. went for it. Yeah, really strange. Good stuff. And then the old, good old Shockmaster. The good old Shockmaster, the debut. I don't know Shockmaster. I'll, I'm, I, I said it now, and I'm going to share the video All right. of the Shockmaster. I'll okay. tell you the story of the Shockmaster. Shockmaster was, he was Typhoon in WWF at the time, right? And then okay. he, went to, he went to WCW, and they put this gimmick on him called the Shockmaster. And was he the one that tried to walk through an end? The wall. Yeah, and it didn't pan out the well, way Well, I that guess they did have. in the afternoon. They were doing this big buildup, and our partner is yeah, the yeah, Stingos, yeah, yeah. the Shockmaster. He, did he wear like a metal thing? He had a, he had, a metal they, helmet they kind of thing? sparkly painted a Stormtrooper's yes, helmet. Yes, I do know and this. And he had this big fur vest on in the after, and cowboy boots, and he, <laughs> when he broke his way through the wall that afternoon, it went fine, then they redid it again, and somebody put a two-by-four across the bottom. Lower and he tripped over it and fell right in his face and the mask fell off. You hear pro- you hear producers laughing and and they're still trying to go on with this thing and and <laughs> Ole Anderson was doing his voice and Shockmaster just standing there pointing, trying not to cry. Oh, oh. it's the greatest. Oh, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say the Royal Rumble is the WrestleMania yeah. of wrestling wrestling events. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. Yep. Is the buzz. Um, okay, learning when you are training to be a wrestler, mm. what do you think the gateway wrestling move is? The Something. Bump. Oh, okay. Wow, you didn't even finish my sentence, and you knew. It. That's it. That's how you ha- how you start. Mm. And so everybody starts. Okay, go fall. Yeah, hundred yeah, yeah, times. Yeah. Just fall, okay. Fall, all right. Fall. Let me alter the question a little bit. Obviously, you'd have to like run the ropes, practice your bumps, practice your punches yeah. that yeah. that kind of stuff yeah. but what do you think like you know you've done you've done the majority of your training and you're ready to like start your own matches what do you think like an eat like a gateway maybe finishing move or like a gateway <sighs> move that you'd be proud of you know like s- something a, a new person would be like ah, i can do this i feel confident about this and it looks good you know as a new wow because they're all so dangerous i hope i, I explain that well that's really tough, man. I think gateway, calling it that, you're talking about somebody really going out there and, and having good matches. Mm. I don't think that's just it. It's tough for me to answer that because it's not really about the moves and stuff like that. It's more about going out there and connecting with people well, and, sure. and telling yeah. a good story. Yeah. So I, I'm just, I'm, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say ring psychology. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. You have to right. at least start getting a grasp on that. All right. I like it. I'll I'll accept that I guess. Yeah. Well. Okay. What do you think? Well. <laughs> well, it's that's what it is. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well. What do you what for you in your experience when you were first training? What do you did you have a moment where you were really proud to show a move that you had done that you had worked on? No. Mm. I guess because. I was a lot smaller than a lot of the guys and I mm-hmm. really wasn't doing a lot of moves. I was more just trying to find a way to just go out and have a good match with everybody. I really wasn't what that. And any, anytime I ever did come up with something like I did like a, like a sunset flip off the middle rope or something like that, or, or, a, you know, all these stupid things that I was starting to do. And then I would watch the show and there was somebody else doing it five times oh, better than yeah, I could. Yeah. So, so I stopped like trying to figure out moves and started mm. everything, started other stuff. Yeah. Mm, and that's why you have such a firm belief in ring psychology. Yes. Which really is all of it. That's all of if it. If you there ask this casual fan. Yeah. Well, there comes a who time. Who wouldn't when even you, 
categorize herself as a fan. <laughs> <laughs> there comes a time that you realize that it's just as much a mental game, if yeah, not more yeah, yeah. than physical. Actually, it's more of a mental game than physical. Yeah. At least equal parts. Oh, yeah. It's very tough physically and everything like that. But anybody can go out there and smash another guy yeah, you're or totally whatever. Right. But to be able to tell a story yeah. while doing it is the is the is the fun part. Yeah. And yeah. catch people and yeah. keep their. Yeah, for sure. Right. Well, it worked. That first match I went, that first uh, show I went to. You're welcome. It worked. You're welcome. All right, what do you got? You weren't weird enough for me to be weirded out. <laughs> that's scary. Challenge failed. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out what's <laughs> wrong with you. It's okay for you to not find me weird and what the hell's wrong with you? Okay. You know, being unique is so important. Did you just call me a eunuch? I did. <laughs> Embrace your weirdness, right? I think we've exhausted the wrestling stuff. I think so. Okay, let's move into being a musician. Okay. Gateway guitar song. Maybe an early song that you learned in your career that you felt good about playing. I have it. Okay. Yeah. There are two, and they're the same chords, only mixed up differently. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) One of them is Every Rose Has Its Thorn by Poison. And the other one is Sweet Home Alabama. All right. They're basically the same chords. Yeah. Songs that you could impress somebody with your new oh, talent. I didn't say impress anybody, <laughs> but you could play a song. Cool. Yeah. Good answers. As far as singing goes, what do you think? Something that's vocally <sighs> easy but, but feels powerful Boy. or resonates powerfully to the audience. Wow. Um, Note-wise, it's easy, but if you're going to sing it with any emotion at all makes it not that easy but as far as like the notes and stuff there's not a lot of notes but there's so much emotion in the song uh, sympathy for the devil okay yeah 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 there was a reason why that was like one of the songs early in the acoustic sets was sympathy for the devil because it's oh it's great yeah it's a crowd pleaser it's a crowd pleaser yeah you can get into it yeah you know the first time i ever heard that song don't even say when i sang it when you sang it with entitled in um at well it was it wasn't Club Meadows, I don't think, anymore. Yeah, it was still Club was Meadows. Was it still Club Meadows? Yeah. Meadows? yeah. That was yeah. the first time I ever heard that song. Stop! I thought it was an untitled song. I wish. And I complimented you on it after. I was like, I really like that song you guys do with the woo-woo. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I wish I wrote that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish I wrote it. <laughs> if I wrote that one, we wouldn't have been playing there, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do... Gateway beer, gateway um, style of beer. Somebody that doesn't drink beer at all and is willing to give it a go. Okay. What do you think the most mild, crowd pleasing? Obviously, as an IPA fan, you know that's more pungent and yeah, that's, developed. That's not for somebody who doesn't like beer. I feel I find that the people that I know that aren't really into beer, they like to go as light as possible. Mm-hmm. And then when they do go out and they decide they want a beer, they kind of stick with that. So I feel as though I'm going to reluctantly. (laughs) (laughs) This, I mean, this doesn't have to be endorsed by you. It's just what you think fits the answer. I'm going to reluctantly say something like a Bud Light or something. But I also think if you're going to get people to start expanding from that a little bit, I think if you gave them a Sam Adams cherry wheat. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, I think that would really kind of bring people in a little yeah. bit too. So that's a good answer. Thanks. I was also thinking like Blue Moon. That was like an, a Belgian. I was going to say Blue Moon until I thought yeah. of Sam, until I thought of the, the mm, cherry wheat. Yeah, good ones. Right. Thanks. Okay, IPA. What do you think is is a gateway IPA? So okay, this person you've got them hooked. They're like, okay, beer is a thing for me now. All right. I feel as though you try to get them into the IPA world. What you do you think? Can't go directly into the super hoppy stuff. You can't. Right. You, you can go hoppy, but you cannot go directly into the super hoppy stuff. I think you're going, I can't think of a of a, a name, of, of, but I think if you found some place that had a session IPA, yeah. like what's known as a session, and, and if you guys don't know lower what a session, a, well, a little lower alcohol, yeah, they're, so they're, they're called sessions because they're made for a drinking session. Like you're going to drink <laughs> a elongated, bunch of these. Yeah. Right. You still want to, you're going to drink a lot of them, but you still want a pretty good beer. Yeah. So that's what they're for. So I think that's where I would say. Yeah. Like so a, a Sierra session. Nevada. That's a pale ale, but that's a good one. The okay. Sierra Nevada pale ale is, is, is a really hoppy pale ale. It's, mm. it's basically like an IPA. So I think that's a good one. Yeah. All right. The Sierra cool. Nevada pale. Maybe you do that first. Maybe you go from mm, like that's the like Bud the Lights to a to a pale ale and oh. then to a, then to an IPA because that's on the road to IPA. Well, yeah, because that's how the that's how the the India pale ale happened. It's when yeah. British soldiers were in India, and their beer wasn't making the trip. Oh, from from England to India, mm. so they they made batches with just more of everything, <laughs> and that wouldn't help it make Super. the trips. That's that's where we got our IPAs. Mm. It's a great story. Thanks. I love that. Typically, when my beer doesn't make the trip, it doesn't have anything to do with the way that it's made. This <laughs> you decided you wanted to drink it before you got yeah, in the car. Right. <laughs> As a passenger. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. Uh, Gateway sushi. So well, many people don't like sushi. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I wasn't really into it for a long time. For me, I like the texture of my food. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But mom loves sushi, so mm-hmm. we were going out a lot and getting sushi, so I decided to start. And I think if you started on sushi with something that is tempura fried, mm. like the tempura shrimp or the soft-shell sure. crab, that's an aggressive one, though. You Ooh, have to be an adventurous I had eater. a bad experience with soft-shell crab, I and I... Have a, I still have a hard time. That's that's a tough one because it looks really creepy. Legs are sticking out yeah. and stuff, you know. But Which I normally think, is my favorite, <laughs> right? So <laughs> if you got the what is the the case? <laughs> well, last time I saw you eat a spider, you look yes, yeah. you eat them body first, legs. Second. Yeah, so they're sticking out. Yeah, yeah. What the hell was I gonna say? So what's the, what's the California roll? Is that the one with the the yes. crab meat? That's it's, my it's, pick. It's imitation cucumber crab. Meat. crab. Yeah. yeah, that would be a good one. Mm-hmm. And there, then there's so many. Sushi rolls that have the tempura fried shrimp in it. Yeah. It, it then, and then from there. Then I you think get, we would certainly agree that the roll is the way to get somebody into it. Absolutely. Because you've got so much texture and absolutely. so much going on. In my opinion, yeah. Not as intimidating as just like a piece of I, sashimi. I mean, that's what I did. I started with ones that had something cooked. And then mm-hmm. I went, would get ones that were like half and half. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe be topped with spicy tuna okay. or something like that. Which those are my favorites. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Love it. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. I agree with you totally on that okay. one. Gateway wine. It's got to be like a Riesling or something. A Riesling right? or a Moscato. Something, something sweet. Oh, I, w- I also wanted to say about the IPAs. I find the double IPAs to be less in your face hoppy. There's, I think they're just as hoppy, but there is a malty note in the back. And there's a little there's sweetness so at the end. There's so much sweetness. There's a sweetness at the end. And yeah. it, it kind of masks some of that. Yeah. Right. 
culturally, we shy away from bitter notes. We try to cover up bitter so much. I, it's really fun to play with that. My beer can just be as bitter and hoppy as possible. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. When, when I see it's like double dry hop, yes, please. Give me that. Please. <laughs> I'll have that. Yeah. Do you have anything that tastes like a dank basement? As a matter of fact, we do <laughs> here. Oh, this does. It smells like a bag of grapefruits that you left in the like basement. mildew. Delicious. Mm, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Gateway Christmas movie. I know that's not your bag. So what? So you're going to be good at at knowing this. To me, there's only one. I know. I think I know what your choice is. Of course you is. know. It's a Christmas vacation. Ah! I thought you were going to say the one with the bunny thing. What? Christmas Story? Is oh, that what it's called? That's a good one, too. But that's what I thought you were going to say. I'm not a fan of that movie, but I no, totally no. agree with Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. Yeah. Yes. That's the one. This old house. Sure looking good. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's a idle household staple. Oh, yeah. That's every year. <laughs> Gateway sitcom. I'm not a fan of the traditional sitcom. I know you aren't. I feel as there so are some... It has to be something like that you could avoid some of that cheesiness. There's no such thing. There's got to be something. I feel like there are some that... I have one in mind. I have two in mind. Okay. Boy. I mean, I feel as though you have to avoid, even though it's possibly the best sitcom ever was, was Seinfeld, is so okay. good. But I think also... I feel like there are there are certain people that aren't going to get it right away because it's so sure. different. Yeah. So and I and I think Frasier, you would have to go back and and understand the character of Frasier from Cheers before you could really get into that. Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe something like um, Everybody Loves Raymond or Friends. Because mm. I think they're both just kind of there. They are so sitcommy though. They are. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say The Office. I don't think that's a sitcom. Oh, it totally is situational so? comedy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Maybe, yeah, that's a good But one. yeah, mild ones. What else do we want to get people to like? What do you think is the gateway 80s band? And let me just, <laughs> let me just expound <laughs> a little bit. Okay. So I, I'm looking for, in your opinion, the band that touches the most genres. Oh, a little rock, maybe a little country, a little pop. Oh, you suck. Yes. I think, I know I'm going to regret this. I'm going to regret this. But I feel like U2 is the answer. Oh. I feel like U2 might be, they had some songs that were rock. Sure. They had some bluesy stuff and then some more, you know, alternative type of things. But All if you're right. looking for like a, a, a an easy listen 80s like rock band, I mean, it would have to be something stupid like Poison, right? Ah, uh, maybe. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or Def Leppard. Yeah, I was thinking Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. That's another good one. Yeah. But I think initially you too. I, I think like, oh, I'm, I'm wired to just automatically hate popular things. <laughs> if everybody likes it, I just genetically predisposed to hate uh, it oh you like that <laughs> <laughs> how perfectly uh child of the 90s emo oh. of you how, well done thank 
Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Good answers. Thanks. You two, I was not expecting you to. Yeah. I didn't want Andy Sauer to yell at me, so I thought that was the wise <laughs> answer. You're always escaping the wrath of Andy Sauer. <laughs> I'm totally joking. <laughs> <laughs> me too. He's so kind. He's great. Um, Gabe, listen to his, uh, by the way, guys, listen to his episode. Yes. Andy Sauer, columnist, and we play a game of It Doesn't Suck. He defends some things that, that many people consider sucking sucky <laughs> sucky yeah <laughs> and it's a really really fun Suck episode he's, supreme he's, 2000 he's he's it's a great episode so please go back and give it a listen it's a Hi, good episode all right let's do gateway coffee not a coffee drinker willing to put their toe in the water well i would ask them if they if they like things sweet right and yeah. then i think i would get them like a a light and sweet French vanilla from from Dunkin' Donuts because mm. it's like it's you know it has that right, little bit it's of dessert basically the vanilla takes away some <laughs> of the bitterness and I think that's a good way to get started <laughs> and if they like that and they want to get rid of the vanilla then you just go to a you know light and sweet yeah. regular yeah. and kind of move on from there yeah we talked about this one a little bit too when we were trying to develop this idea yeah and uh, we talked about the um bottled starbucks oh yeah vanilla mocha that's right those ones at the convenience store well i did say that same thing yeah 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 yeah, the yeah bo- you're the, right the, in the same the bottled stuff yeah totally. that's yeah that's, totally. that's that is by far the correct answer well done gateway karaoke song oh so somebody that's never sang karaoke before and wants to give it a go needs something easy to sing not much of a pitch range oh man everybody knows it you know what always gets over it? It works every time. Mm-hmm. If there's a hundred people in the bar, or if there's three people in the bar, this still gets over. I think I might know. Guess. Sweet Caroline. Yes, yes, ah! yes. That's the one, Sweet Caroline. Especially in Massachusetts. Yeah, and you know, yes, especially in Massachusetts right, right. for sure. You don't even have to sing it well. No one cares. Nobody cares. That's just because it. it's about baseball. Yeah. And beers and hot dogs. <laughs> I, uh, so I also find that that it doesn't matter how bad it is because they have a great time. But if you get a group of girls that come up and they sing, they, always, they come up, hey, we want to sing and I can answer it for them. Girls just want to have fun. OK, okay yeah, you yeah. got it. Sure. And that's always fun that people love that one. Yeah. And, yeah. And yeah. Then, yeah. So what whatever. do you think? OK, karaoke song to impress the DJ. You know what? Here it is. I'm going to leave this on the line for you. All right. All right. And Ooh, people, I'm excited. And people out I see the soapbox out. Yeah. And people out there, if you go sing karaoke, listen to the words that are coming out of my mouth. If you come up, put in any song, and you're polite and you're humble about it, and you go out there and you sing it well, we're happy. That's great. But if you come up like a shithead, Okay, and you act as though you have some type of a reputation to uphold. Mm. I don't give a shit how well you sing the song. I want you to burst into flames. Mm. It's karaoke it in a bar. Nobody cares. You're not going to get discovered. Okay, <laughs> if I don't have the version of the song that you normally sing, don't get all bitchy about it. Okay, just it's karaoke. Yeah. Fucking lay off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> just yeah. have fun. Okay. I think in general, just stop taking yourself so seriously. That's You'll what probably it is. have a better time. You know, when people come up and they're like, they're like, oh, I literally had a guy tell me. He said, oh, I haven't sung this one in a while. I hope I hope I don't screw it up. But I go, ah, oh, that's his karaoke with Jonathan. Who cares? He says, oh no, I, 
I have a reputation to uphold. Dude, there's six people in here, you know? <laughs> Knock it the fuck off. I mean, everybody's got their thing that they want to be proud of, but I mean, come on. Then, I love you know, it. That was a great PSA. Thank you. And, love and, it. And I could, I could go on about that for so long. I could go on and on about that because you just, oh, there was another guy. He comes up and I, we had an acoustic gig the next night, or at least I did. So it was going to be three hours of just me, mm. right? Yeah. And this guy comes up and he says, oh, I don't know how tonight's going to go. I sang six songs last night. <sighs> I said, you know, like, come on, man. You know, should have been like oh, six. I know, right? And then Already he, I the wish lozenge. I could say that. I'm like, oh, fucking cry me a river. <laughs> Remind me that tomorrow when I'm in an yeah. hour, you know, two hour and fifty nine minutes in. You know, mm, what I mean, I don't right, want to hear it. Right. You know, which is I, fine. I think people don't realize how much I didn't definitely didn't how much physical strain goes into putting on a long gig like that. Yeah, I love or it, really though. any of them. I'm not complaining. I love it. I know you. Love I love it. it very much. And the people that do it love it. Clearly, or else, yeah. you know, if that's something if you don't have a passion for it, it's going to show and oh, yeah. negatively impact oh, yeah. you. Oh, yeah. But learning new songs is a lot of work. That's why I barely ever do it. You've done so many new songs since Porch Concert 2020. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it, it, to be fair, they're, they're, they're all songs I should But somebody, Aaron Aldi said the other day on, on our Facebook live show. Yeah. She said, well, I'm really impressed by how many new songs you've done over this concert oh, series. That's cool. And it's true. I don't think anybody realizes how much goes into that. Well, that's nice. Thank you for saying Practicing that. Practicing a song vocally and guitarly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then being confident enough to put it out there into the public space. Yeah. It, <laughs> Thanks. It, it does. Yeah. Appreciate so. it's a lot. Of, I love it. How about, how Do about, you have any? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we can spark some more stories. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Gateway Hot Sauce. Oh, Gateway Hot Sauce would have to be like a Frank's Red Hot. I think so. Because it's buttery and oily. Yeah, yeah. It's, and well-rounded. It's it not on, too hot. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, I you could argue for Tabasco, but it's not as rich. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I feel like you're going to catch more of a crowd with Frank's at right. first than Tabasco because of its hot, higher vinegar content. Yeah, right. But Tabasco's got its place, man. Oh, abso- oh yeah. Nothing to sneeze at. No, no, it's good. It's delicious. Especially now with COVID, you really shouldn't be sneezing at it. <laughs> True. <laughs> you got any more? Gateway pandemic. Oh, do you have any more? Um. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I probably do. I thought, do you have anything else? No. I'm oh, good. I do have one okay. t- as an outro. Okay, give me one more then. Last one, you guys. There's so many we could do. Yeah. Gateway idle chat episode. Oh, man. Somebody's never listened to your podcast and you want to try to hook them. What's the one that you would recommend off the top of your head? I, they've all been great. Oh, oh, I know it's God. hard to pick favorites of your children. Oh, but man. We won't tell them. Well, I think that all depends. I mean, if you if you like a good debate, listen to the listen to the episode with Andy Sauer. If you're mm-hmm. if you're into music, listen to the one with Livio Gravini. If you're into sure. beer, listen to the one with Mark. From two weeks what do you notice. Th- what do you think is most likely to catch somebody to listen again? I know that I'm putting you on the spot oh, totally. shit, man. <laughs> They've all been so good, so there's no wrong answer. Boy, I, I'm i sorry. No, you have to answer that question. I have to answer that? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I really can't do it. There are so many. 
Because it, it, that what people oh, enjoy so really good is subjective. So, I mean, the you one know, with Jay with the whiskey was great. Levio's was great. Like, there's know. so many good ones. Sean the Collector, that was great. That Sean, was so Sean fun. Burke. Yeah, it was fun. I think I'm going to have to give it to Mark Avery. Yeah, he was I, great. They've all been awesome, and I've enjoyed every single one of them. But I think his is the one that we get the most feedback from. I think so. Yeah, I think because of the science of the the process, all right, people were really interested. I like in that. that. That was great. And I would also say that the only because it was our first Levio, yeah. it was our first official episode, and and I just sat there and figured out how to do how to edit oh, it. Oh, so we, great! I don't know how I did it, so I'm just super proud of the editing. That I loved we did the clips that. of his music. Right, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So I'm really proud of that. It was our first episode, and for me to have the accidental ability to drop the songs in the middle of the episode yeah, that was like cool. that it was really fun so they've all go. been great so yeah. anyway if this is your first episode ever then uh scroll back a little and uh give some of the other ones the interview ones a shot please do yeah because they're please fun do. they were, were really fun and, and we're, i'm excited we're about to get back into yeah. that via skype and I, I i'm just i'm going to try to hammer down the the day that we can do it and i'm really excited about it so yeah so great well, Godspeed with that. All right. Well, we have we have one constant on this podcast every week, and we call it the final three. Pew, 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 pew. All right, guys. <laughs> these are our final three questions that we do every week, the same three questions. But first, I want to ask Bessie, Ooh. what would you consider the gateway egg? The gateway. Flying fish row, of course. <laughs> no, the, the gateway egg, how you would have The gateway egg. Your- the gateway of um, eating eggs of eating eggs. Okay, so right. we're talking about chicken eggs. Yes. Okay, I'm going to say scrambled with cheese. Yep. A little salt, little pep. Yep, and maybe some Frank's Red Hot right there on the yes. side. Yes. Delicious. In fact, we might have that later. That sounds good. That sounds <laughs> it does so sound good. Great. Okay. <laughs> so our first question is usually, how do you take your coffee? We've done that, and so we've been finding different question, different questions to ask along the way. So. I think this week it's going to be what is going to be your summer cocktail. Ah. Uh, I'm still for now. I'm still on the gin bandwagon. Yeah. And I just really loving the gin splash of lemonade topped with seltzer. And you're not using just straight gin. You're using we bought our cruise. Well, I would if we had it. Right. right. We're running low. <laughs> our cruise last year, guys, got got redirected. Instead of going to Bermuda, we went to Charleston, South Carolina. And we bought these little things there. It's a glass bottle that has a bunch of different aromatics in it and 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 stuff and you add gin to it and it makes like a different kind of gin. I think mine is going to be one of two. All right. I'm still three. <laughs> I could guess one. Okay. Bourbon and lemonade. Yep. 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 That's a good one. Yep. Or the Boulevardier mm-hmm. or, or the Negroni. Gotcha. Yeah. It all depends. Gotcha. But I think I'm leaning towards lemonade and bourbon. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Okay. I think for for when I'm when I'm trying to envision a summer cocktail, I'm looking for something bright, right. and juicy yeah. and light. Right. Exactly. So I think as much as I love a Boulevardier or Negroni, right. those feel more fall and winter right. to me. I'm with you. Yeah. But yeah, I love that spritzy. Because, yeah. you, you know, you you trick yourself into thinking you're hydrating. <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah. I'm doing something sneaky. <laughs> Nobody. It's good for me. I, trust, <laughs> trust me. Trust me. Yeah. 
It's I'm only a, mild poison. You listen to me for a change. <laughs> yeah. It's a great idea. All right. Question number two is, what is the last movie you saw either at home or in the theater? We and without any one. without any spoilers, do you have any thoughts? Go ahead. I'm going to give a spoiler. That's fine. So if you are sensitive. Well, it's it's a it's <laughs> to be clear, guys, we're talking about a movie that is 41 years old. So <laughs> I'm going to give a spoiler and say that most of the characters in this movie are not actually human. Oh, my God. Yeah. They're not living and breathing. Wow. Yeah. Can you guys guess what it is? I'll give you three seconds. One, two, three. The Muppet movie. It was so fun. It's so fun. You know, when there's so much going on that has this heavy, the heavy, heavy weight of the world is kind of (laughs) looming over us all at all times. It was really good for the soul to watch the Muppet movie. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. I remember we weren't in a good mood. Yeah. And I'm just like. I literally said, you know what? We're going to watch the Muppet movie. And, yeah, and man. We did. And it was, it's so fun. 1979. There are so many. I wonder, all I could think of while we were watching it is, did I pick up on all the cameos? All the cameos. And I'm sure I didn't. I, I'm sure I didn't. Right. Gonzo had a cameo. No, not Gonzo. <sighs> Big Bird had a cameo. Yeah. yeah. Kermit. No. Really long cameo. <laughs> Moving on. Watch it, it guys. It was good. Lighthearted and fun. Had a great plot. It's amazing how well they're able to manipulate these Muppets to totally suspend your reality. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's so good. It's and so, so much talent. They slipped in little, a couple little jokes that would be for adults. They yeah. slipped them in. Nothing, nothing raunchy or anything that, that is... Inappropriate for inappropriate for kids. Yeah. Wow, I can't talk today. So, but very, very good. A lot of fun. A lot it. of fun. Loved it. If you're having a hard time, pop in the Muppet movie. Yeah. It's good. It'll take your mind off of everything else for whatever, 90 minutes. Yeah. It's worth it. It's a good time. Yeah, it boosted my mood. Dug-a-dug, 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 dug-a-dug. Paul Williams wrote the, tr- wrote the, yeah. wrote the score just like Bugsy Malone. Yeah. Anyway, Our all right. Bugsy boy. Yeah. Question number three, is there a local small business that you would like to plug? I'm going to plug the New England Green River Marathon. Okay, that's it's great. It's a very small race, 450 runners on average. They aren't planning on making it more than that. They're trying to preserve this small community race type of feeling. It follows the Green River from Vermont into Massachusetts, and it they do a great push to bring charity to the Green River Conservancy. Conservancy. Oh, okay. So I I just I think they do a great job for the the environment around them and it's a sweet race. Yeah. So I was really excited to run in it this year. I'm really excited to run next year. It just feels like it's I'm giving back in a way. Yeah. So great. I appreciate what they're doing. Great. Thanks for that. Awesome. I am going to say Auntie Kathy's Kitchen. Yes. Yeah. I cannot believe we haven't said that already. I know. It's a great place in Agua, Massachusetts. It's all natural ingredients and stuff. And it's just her and a couple of people in her tiny little Kathy kitchen. Kathy is so spunky. Yeah, she's great. She's awesome. Yeah, she's great. She's really, really sweet. Her food is fantastic. Yep. And they moved from West Springfield to, to Agua. I know. They were year. what? 
1.1 miles away. Yeah. We have to go more often. Yeah. 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 Food is awesome. And just, and she's so great. And she has a food truck too. Yeah. So great. A lot of uh, vegan or gluten-free options. I wonder if she has food allergies. I, I bet she does. Cause a lot of her yeah. desserts are. Yeah. And Nick and Nicole, they get their gluten-free buns for a high horse. Yep. From her. So yep. yeah. Great. So yeah, she's awesome. Her food's awesome. Good. All right. Yeah. That's it. Right. Cool, man. That's this was it. a good time. It was a really good time. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> I That's hope you really guys have awesome. fun listening to that. Let us know uh, what you think your the gateway options of different things are. Don't forget, guys, to subscribe, please, to Idle Chat Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, Pocket Cast, and Podcast Addict. Yeah. Please like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Idle Chat Podcast. And we'll talk to you next week, everybody. Yeah, we've pl- been having fun with our little uh questions every week yeah 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 so kind of jump in yeah and have some fun with us guys thank you everybody be safe be safe be cool to each other out there and we'll see you next week thanks